What's up, New York? You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. We are here in gorgeous sunny Queensland. My name is Kylie Pax. I am so excited to be here in Dallas. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. It's Kylie Pax. So girls, here we are. Very first question, right? Now this first one is from Rebecca. And the gorgeousness Rebecca says, okay. Kylie, she says, you talk about ditching calorie counting, right, etc., which I would love to be able to embrace. She says, however, even without counting them, if I'm looking at a recipe and it has the kilojoule content, I start to freak on out, start to freak out that it's too high, it's too high, and then I'm hesitant about eating and making the recipe with lots of vegetables and pro like okay wait i skipped a line because i took my fancy glasses off my well they're not fancy they're being nerdy glasses right she says so then i'm hesitant about making the recipe even if it's made with whole foods which is another thing we talked about this week even if it's made with whole foods she said for example um pasta-based sauce with uh with lots of vegetables and protein how do i move away from this mindset of not freaking out if it looks too high in calories and rationalize that it's okay to eat. So then she's going and rationalizing that it's okay to eat what the media has trained me to think. Some such great, um, you know, the, the wording here, really, if we dive on into it, what the media has trained me, like we're trained freaking monkeys, what the media has trained me to eat and to think of as something to avoid, for example, carbs and carbs and not worry about gaining weight or losing it and just beginning to start trusting myself in my food choices. Now, the very first line that jumped out to me here in Rebecca's question, I highlighted it at the end. You may see, I highlighted it. The very last line she said, and begin to start trusting myself in my food choices because I thought boom, 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 right? Well, I really only thought one boom. Boom. Very often the answer to our question the answer lies within the question that we're asking. So here, Rebecca goes, "How do I, um, how do I move past this? I'm looking at, re- I'm looking at recipes, and I'm seeing all the calories, and I'm freaking out a little, freaking out, right?" But she goes, oh, "How do I start trusting myself with my food choices?" Well, that is exactly it. You just simply decide. So trust is not something you feel; it's a decision you make, right? Um, I'm just going to pull out. I don't know why this example has just sort of come to me. So let's let's put this out there, right? If you've ever been one of those people that has had a relationship where somebody somebody cheated on the other one or something like that, right? And if you decided to work through it and stay together, trust is not something you feel. I feel like I can trust you now. You don't know. You don't know that person. You don't know what they're going to do again. Maybe it was you. You don't really know yourself. Like maybe you might do it again, right? But trust is a decision. It's just a decision. You decide. You decide I'm going to trust myself and you move forward from that energy. So the first thing that I wrote here sort of regarding all of this is don't expect, don't expect like calories to just magically vanish from your brain just because I said, right, in module one, it's really a good idea to stop counting calories and just like you don't need to, especially if you're eating whole foods and just trusting that you'll know when to stop eating and you're eating whole foods. Like how how many calories is in broccoli and apple fruit and vegetables and, you know, some brown rice and that sort of stuff, right? If you're eating that kind of stuff, what's the calories are you going to count? 
couple of hundred here, 50 there. Like, what are you going to do? It, it just doesn't mean anything, right? Makes It's just a pointless exercise. But, but the flip side of that is not only and, the flip side of that is don't expect calories to just disappear from your brain. I still look at food now. So let's say I would have stopped counting calories easily 20 years ago, right? But I still, they're still in my head. I just don't pay attention to them. So I know generally like, there's a lot of stuff I have forgotten now because it's been so long, but there's still a general idea of how many calories are in certain things. I just don't, um, I don't, that is not my deciding factor on whether I'll eat something or not. My deciding factor is, does this work for my body? Is it going to make me feel good? Am I going to feel good after I eat it? Um, what portion would I feel good eating, right? So let's say, so here, right? What, um, one of Rebecca's main concerns, and it is the flavor of the moment, is carbs. So everybody's very sort of more paleo-oriented, um, and we talked about this in week one, that you don't need to put labels on particular diets. You may have styles of eating that work better for you. So for instance, I if I was going to label my my dietary choices right now, that would probably fall under a label of vegan slash paleo, if that even exists, <laughs> because I don't really eat meat because I don't like it, and I don't eat carbs because they make me quite sick, right? Like when I eat carbs, my body just translates that straight into sugar rush. doesn't really matter if it's a whole grain or a whatever. I just, when I start eating carbs, I can't stop becoming like the cookie monster and I just can't stop. I mean, I can, of course I can, but I choose not to eat them because it has this weird reaction. I actually don't feel very well afterwards. So I don't eat a lot of carbs. I eat some but I make sure I eat cookies and stuff like that because I really want them. They're just now, and anybody who's watched my regular live streams hears me talk jibber-jabber on and freaking on about my friend's company, Rumble's Paleo. If you're looking for healthy alternatives, they make cookies. They're making, like, like wait, chocolate cookies, incredible mueslis and all things like this. Um, but they are like really low in sugar, very natural, limited ingredients, and there's no carbs in them. Like they're made with nuts and grains and seeds and that sort of thing, which will not work for you if you have any allergies to nuts. Just side note, side note. If anybody wants me to put the link, I'll just let me know and I'll put that in the comments below for you as well. Um, but I swear, I'm like, she should totally pay me. I'm promoting her every two seconds. But I love her food. Like, I just had a Rumbles cookie about an hour ago because I knew I wasn't going to eat till after the live stream. thought, well, I want something. I need something. So I had a little piece of Rumbles chocolate and a cookie. They're really yummy, right? Really, really fantastic. What I was saying was you don't need to put labels on your food. It's okay to know that certain styles of eating work better for you, right? So I know – why am I nodding like that? <laughs> But um, certain styles of eating work better for you. So I know that I actually know that I probably need to eat a little more protein than I do. I have a lot of plant-based protein, but I think my body does also need some some animal protein. I just don't thoroughly enjoy it, so I don't eat a great amount of it. So it's very low protein and low carb, high vegetable, high um, I don't really what the heck I eat. <laughs> I eat, I do eat lots and lots of nuts and seeds, lots of veggies, lots of fruit, um, and plant-based protein, whatever that turns out to be. So I do like beans. I have some brown rice and that kind of stuff, but I don't need to sit back and go, oh, I am, I am a paleo or I'm a vegan or something because it stresses you out. Then when you've got to make a food decision, you're like, I can't have that cake because that's not paleo. Or like, who gives a crap? If you want the cake, you eat the crap. Are you 
Okay, word to any young children who may be watching this. Auntie Kylie says, don't eat crap. Don't. It's bad for your health. Uh, if you want the cake, eat cake, right? Have it, right? Don't worry about it. So, um, I don't know, random example. So I just am throwing all this stuff out here and I, I make notes and I never stick to them. So we'll see how we just trot on as we go forward tonight. So when I said to her, yeah, the answer is in the question. It really is about you choosing to trust yourself. Now, here is your key tweetable for this masterclass. If you remember nothing else from this masterclass, remember this. We don't gain weight because we're listening to our bodies, right? Rebecca said, I'm really scared. What if I listen to my body and I want pasta and then I get really fat? Here's your, here's your, um, golden nugget for the, for masterclass. We don't gain weight because we're listening to our bodies. We gain weight because we don't listen to our bodies, right? We'll say it again for those of you who want to take notes or tweet it on out there. Yo, we don't gain weight because we listen to our bodies. We gain weight because we're not listening, because we stop listening to our bodies. That's when we gain the weight, right? So nobody's body is telling you, nobody's body is telling you to eat 45 kilos of pasta. That would make you sick. So Rebecca might look at a pasta recipe and feel like, I want some of that. Fantastic. Have some, but how much do you actually want? Like stop in and check. Okay. Do you want a whole bowl full of pasta? Because I used to eat a whole bowl full of pasta when I was in my twenties. Now in my mid forties, that would not work for me. I mean, I would not feel really great in my body. I wouldn't feel particularly good about myself because I'm very conscious now of making sure that I get decent amounts of nutrition in every meal. So I would I wouldn't even want a whole bowl of pasta. I might have some pasta with salad and other steamed vegetables and whatever else was going on, but I wouldn't feel good about that emotionally, okay, if I had a whole bowl of pasta. I certainly wouldn't feel good about eating entire, you know, tray loads of, of lasagna or something like that. So it really is, and that is a matter of trust and getting to know what works for you. So nobody's saying don't eat pasta or like the media says and all that, like, so, ah, carbs are evil. If you want to have cake, if you want to have pasta, have it. People go, oh, my God, I'm so bad because I'm eating cake. You didn't burn down an orphanage. You're eating some cake. Who cares? It's cake. Just go with what you want. It's food. It's all right. It's all right, right? It's not a sin. It's not bad. But you just need to know how much, what and how much, what kind of portions are going to work for you. What are you going to feel really good about? After the eating is done, what you can feel real good about then? That's what I'm asking you to think about. Thank you so much for spending time with me this week. I have loved being with you all. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And as always, the only person who has the power to change your life is you. And the very best part, you've got what it takes. Sending you so much love. I'll see you next week. Until then, bye for now.